Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. So going back to the pub thing, yeah. like those two people will be fighting outside the pub, but there'll be another 90 people inside the pub just having a nice time. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's true. And like, you just think, I, I think I, I kind of, I just get into this thing when I'm like, you know, like when you're not well and like you're having problems and then it's just all like, it's just me. It's just all about me and everything's happening to me. Mm. Um, and you just assume that no one else gets it. Because it does, it puts you in your own little club of one. Um, and then you think, when you go to a pub or something, if, like all the blokes, I just make these sweeping statements. All the blokes talking about fucking, like they're just being sexist wankers um, or sport. And I can't. Can't get on with that, which then just confirms that I'm a fucking weirdo and I should be on my own and I should be dead. Um, but that's probably not true, is it? No, they're probably talking about Love Island and what happened at work and relationships. And... Yeah, but the, yeah, so you say like, yeah, you could go, oh, uh, they're talking about Love Island and not Love Island's like shit. Um, but I suppose it's what bounces off the back of that. Mm. So it don't matter as long as the conversations are being had. Yeah, because every conversation, every exchange is still learning, like picking up nuances yeah, from people. Yeah, that goes back to, yeah, that's what you were saying. We've got all these different layers of communication. Surface level communication is fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Mm. There's nothing wrong with just talking shit about fabric conditioner. And no, we all do What's wrong it. with that? Mm. You're still I, communicating, I, yeah, aren't cool. you? It's funny, though, because I, I still struggle with, I, I still struggle with those kind of conversations. Mm. Like I, I find them, like, I, I, I really do. I, I don't know if it's arrogance or what, but it's, uh, quite often if I'm sitting in, like at work or something and there's those conversations being had, I'm up and I'm out. Yeah. Like, I'm not talking about Fact time. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. I'm out. Yeah. And I, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to say I don't glaze over when people just start talking about surface stuff, but um, it's still communicating. Mm. 
It's still saying something. Yeah, maybe, oh, maybe I'm being arrogant. It might it. be a little bit of arrogance, and I've felt it myself before when you think, oh, God, have you got anything like decent? Is that really all you've got going yeah. on? You're so shallow. Yeah. And it's like, who am I to say that? that no. I don't know what's going on in their life. But that might be like the little ramp that leads up to, oh, yeah, and no, I'm feeling yeah. this because like my dad's just died or this has happened. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or, or you're just in a circumstance where like you're with people and no one really knows each other that well, yeah. so... Um, you don't yeah. want to lay it all bare for them. And you might even you? just be saying the stuff that you think the other person wants to hear, yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, that conditioning. Yeah, yeah. Conditioned things are what we talk about the weather, don't we? That's yeah, what people nice talk about conditioning. Mm. Like, like you're on the radio yesterday, I played a clip, and that was Peter talking about conditioning. Mm. And how we're conditioned to do it. And I do it. Like, yeah. I was did it a word the other day and started talking about the weather. And I'm like, why the fuck am I talking about the weather? Yeah. I don't talk about the weather. That's an icebreaker, really, isn't it? Yeah. It's a way of engaging. Yeah. Sometimes, like someone said to me, like people will always naturally feel the silence. Like if you're talking to someone and you don't really know what to say, it's okay to not say anything because the other person will say something and it'll be just the first thing they see or the first thing that comes into their head. But naturally, two humans can't really sit in silence for too long without someone going... So bit, bit warm in here, isn't it? Yeah, there'll be something yeah. that someone says. I'm, I'm awful for feeling the silence. And I, I tell you, my mum is the the queen of... She can't have it go by any time without feeling the silence. And sometimes I'm just like, just don't, don't. It's like, you know, sometimes I'm just like, why are you saying that? <laughs> and that's just because she, she gets anxious. And like, I do as well, and mm. I've inherited that. And I do it. So like, I do sometimes consciously think, like I was having a fag with some people at work the other day and um, no one was saying anything. And I was like, oh, let's see how long I can go. <laughs> yeah, but I guarantee it would have been saying, like, oh, back on the menthols or like something. Like, comment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I can't remember. I think it was Reese and they just went there. Fucking, fucking, I'm fucking knackered. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, God. That's a good one. Oh, I'm tired. Like, everyone's tired, aren't they? It's, oh, yeah, I'm tired. It's, but, but, like, that, but that in itself, you know, you say you talk about not being saying the word hate, which is a great one. Not saying I'm fucking tired is a good one because I think quite often we, we just say we're tired and we're not. And then when we say we're tired, we feel tired. Yeah. Like, I've noticed I'm not as tired as I mm. used to be all the time. See, I feel like, like I'm constantly have, like, tired. So much. It's when people, and I realise it, because when people say, oh, why is that? And then I, I go, well, I got in at eight, I mm. woke up at two, and then the kids woke up, and then it was hot, and then there was fox outside, and I can, like, reel off loads of stuff. But then when you sort of ask other people, and they go, oh, yeah, I don't really know, it's like, that's, you can, it's like the conversation starts, it's mm. just that continuation of it. Yeah. But yeah, again, I guess I guess that's a conditioning thing, and I think the thing is, though, if you're saying you're tired, then you start to feel tired, and then you are tired, and then everything's fucking hard work and shit. Yeah, it's having that something in common with who you're talking to yeah. as well, and chances are they're either tired or they're in the same weather as you. So that's like two definite things that you're going to go, oh yeah, the weather. I guess what I'm getting at though is that if we can we can condition ourselves, we can, like we can, can't we? Like we we have. It's within our gift to condition ourselves, and we can do it quite easily. Like Peter, my therapist has said, like, um, you know, it's just how you think about things, and like, and by 
doing that and being consciously aware that I'm going, I'm thinking about that in the wrong way. I'm making myself feel like shit. And now I'm like, well, I won't do it because actually I, that's up to me. I, I have got the power not to do that. Mm. And I, I never used to even know that. So now I do that so often that now I'm like, I just don't, just don't tend to do it. I don't go straight into a negative well. And I, so I, and then you go, ah, oh, I did it. And now I start thinking, oh, I can condition myself to do other shit. Mm. Power of the mind. Isn't yeah, it? I can start saying, well, I don't do that anymore. Mm. So I'm definitely going to stop saying, I'm going to take that hate away. Yeah, oh, yeah. I'm going to do that too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm going to make a conscious effort. Yeah. I'm going to be like, every time I start thinking, I hate that. You know, like, because, and I realise that when you said it, I realise how often I do it. Yeah, yeah. I've just been You'll sitting here thinking the, the same time, thing. Now. Yeah. Because I started thinking, um, like, and I do it because I, sometimes I think, oh, that's what, I, that's me. Mm. You know, like, people are like... That's part of my identity. Yeah. I ate everything. Yeah. yeah. But it's a flippant comment yeah. as well. If you think, like, yeah. Marmite, Marmite uh, love or hate it. Oh, I hate, hated that film. Mm. Oh, I hated EastEnders last yeah. night. But it's the same with love as well. It's kind of bounded around a lot, isn't it? Mm. Whereas really it should be, like, the most loaded, meaningful word ever. And like for me, hate didn't seem such a bad thing to say. But when mm. you say it like that, I'm like, oh god! And I, I say it quite a lot. As yeah, well. I do. And like do you, you say, it is a poison. It's it's kind of yeah. Because like, I think you know, like I always think people always find it quite funny when I like go on about how much I hate vegetables, and I always think that's really funny. Yeah. Um, but I just dislike them. Mm. <laughs> I don't actually hate yeah. them. Like you would I? eat them if you had to eat them. Wouldn't you? But like people are always really amused the fact that I'm like, oh, I fucking hate fucking sweet corn. Yeah. Like, it makes me angry. Yeah. Sweet corn's like king of the vegetables. Really? I can hate sweet corn. Hey, I hate a lot of things, Brad. Well, we need to change that. <laughs> I mean, we need to change that. And the other thing that I also, um, the guy Mark I work with, he's a really sensitive guy. And like we are, we see eye to eye on most things. And um, the other day, um, someone was like, oh, oh don't do that, what, that milk. It's out of date. And I'm like, oh, it's not out of date. You know, like, don't smell shit, so I'm going to put it in my coffee. And, uh, like, and I'm like, oh, I'm a fucking scumbag. I don't give a fuck. And then he was like, don't say that about yourself. You're not a scumbag. And I was like, oh, shit. Peter told me about that. Mm. Like, the things you tell mm. yourself. Power of language. Yeah, the things you tell yourself are really important. So even this little thing like that, you're like, I'm like, oh, I'm a scumbag. It's like, I must feel that somewhere along the line. So, and then saying it, it's not helpful. Mm. Self-fulfilling prophecy, isn't it? I think it's called something like that, mm. which makes sense. But like, it, and then uh, then I notice it again when um, some guys like has podcast going, and like, I'm really self-deprecating because I don't want to go. I don't want to. I don't want to come across as being like arrogant about it. Mm. But in reality. So, like, you just go, oh, yeah, it's going all right. But mm. it could be going better, mm. it, that mm. kind of thing. When actually, it's like, you could just be saying, it makes me feel really good. Mm. Yeah. I've got a script. I normally say, oh, yeah, like, we've had a really good response and stuff like that. It's like an instant thing, I kind of say. Whereas, really, we should be saying, like, like yeah. All but is that like, because we're embarrassed or we're not used to those feelings? It was weird at work because I what told do you. Think, Kelly? I'm I'm a big fan of experiments, so I'm a big fan of like, well, 
as an experiment, like for the next week, what happens when people ask you at the podcast going, if you go, just I'm just so proud of myself. Amazing, yeah. As an experiment, yeah. what's going to happen? Yeah. See what happens, see how you feel. I'm really proud of myself. It's really cool, I'm doing so well. Just as an experiment. Ooh. Yeah, it almost feels like uncomfortable to think it, doesn't it? But yeah, it does. We should be, we really should be, mate. We're, why like, Why are people so ashamed of feeling proud of themselves? Yeah, it feels like we need to be humble about it. And why? Like, I hadn't even told anyone at work. And when I said about where I was going, I was like, oh, we're like, going on the BBC to talk about my podcast. No one, I, not, no one knew about it at all. Yeah. Then all of a sudden, everyone's like, oh, it's amazing. Like, I want to listen and everything else. Yeah. And it's kind of very odd for me because like, I tried to keep, keep it a little bit humble at work. And now everyone's talking about it. But mm. I suppose why shouldn't they be, I guess? Well, if you think back to that, like withdrawal and deposit, <laughs> withdrawals is like what we give to other people. You are both so complimentary to everyone else. You're amazing. I remember being quite self-deprecating at work once and saying something about being fat. And you went, you're perfect. What's the matter with you? You're perfect. Nice. And it's like that's, that kind of thing has stayed with me. Yeah. Because what other people say about you, you should listen. Yeah. But you should say it to yourself as well. Yeah. So the withdrawals you give out to other people, you're great, you're amazing, you should feel really proud of yourself. Take some of that back as a deposit as well. Say the nice things about yourself. That's so cool. So don't ever really. Just as an experiment. No, yeah. For a week. What's going to happen? I love an experiment. Yeah, yeah I do agree with that. <laughs> it's the only way you'll ever really learn as well, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. I know, and like, you just think that that's, like, it's about making things, like putting it into little manageable chunks. Mm. Yeah. And like, I think... Like, I say that to people at work. I'm like, well, you know, everyone else is going, well, what are you going to do with your life then? You know, like, you're going to have to get a job. And then I'm like, don't say that to them. Mm. Just say, what are you going to do? Like, you got what, what, you got any plans for the year? Yeah, what are you up to? Like, what do you think you could do this year? Is there mm. anything you ain't done or, you fa- or, like, what could you try this mm. year? Yeah. Because yeah, that sounds a lot more like skydiving, bungee jumping, rather than go and get a job, go and work in a bank. Because it's unless too big, it's, isn't it? Yeah. It's, too, it's too big, it's too grand. It's yeah. like saying, what are you going to do with your life? Yeah. Because, like, I, you know, I still don't really know what I'm going to do with Nobody my life. You knows. Know, you don't, you Nobody just don't knows. know. Nobody and, like, knows. and like, what I think is important to say as an adult, like, I've just fallen into things. Mm. And then you fall into one thing, and then... You might fall into something else and go, oh, fucking hell, that's all right. Mm. I'll stick with that for a bit. You don't actually have to make these final decisions. No. Because, like, my life's changed vastly over the years, you know. Mm. You don't have to. Yes, everybody, experiment. <laughs> so you've uh, to our 37 countries listening now. Well, it's 37 watching and all of the other countries listening. Yeah. All the, all the countries. All. all of them. All of them. How many are there? 252? Or is that the amount of bones we've got in our body? We've got more bones. I only remember numbers. I don't remember like facts. And I can only remember two numbers. 252 and seven. Why do you remember seven? Lucky number. Oh. I have got a lucky number. I would have said 13. Which are? Just to be dark. <laughs> It is lucky for a lot but of But it's like it? your identity, isn't it? It's like your identity and you're kind of like, that's me. Like, recently, I was thinking, like, this was like talking to Eddie about artwork and going, like, I want everything to be black and white and red. You know, like, everything I do is black and white and red. 
because I like the simplicity and I also think it's visually works. And then, and I was like, so like, yeah, and I only wear black and white. And I was thinking, yeah, it carries through and I like that. But then I was thinking, I don't know if I'm that person anymore. Wow. That's an experiment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Splash on a little bit well, of pink. You don't do it. A little bit of blue. You yeah. You do, I do. You, I have seen you I in do. a splash of colour occasionally. Do you know I what? When I'm doing my dancing, like I've even won pink. Yeah. And that's a big deal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know how I'm ready to do that. This has been a long commitment. Colour things are important. Like, we're having it with the kids at the moment because naturally you look at pink stuff for Olive and blue stuff for Buddy and that. And I'm like, no, we'll swap that around. Yeah, yeah. Like, when there was like a choice between a pink toothbrush and a green toothbrush, that's definitely a song. And I was like, I'll have the pink one. Like, I tried to play it all cool. Mm. And even Buddy was a bit like, oh, and I was like, yeah, no, yeah, I'll have the pink one, like, no problems. And you could sort of see him thinking, oh, like, it doesn't have to be, like, yeah, boy colours, girl yeah. colours and stuff My like son, too, just doing that about colours, and he was going, like, oh, yeah, I don't like, I, I want, don't like pink. And I'm like, and I was going, when I was your age, my favourite colour was pink. And, like, and, like, my parents tried to tell me that I shouldn't like pink. Mm. It's like, why, why the fuck does that matter? Yeah. I was like, if you like, if you want to like pink, like pink. Yeah. Just, just like what you like. Because mm. I just think the thing is, is like what whatever's in your head is, like, you don't necessarily have to share it all, do you? No. So it's it's kind of up to you what you think. In many ways. Yeah, we we have the stuff that, that we probably empowering. like we say and like like we say our scripts of like what we want to portray to other people. But then, like we said before about the clothes, like, mm. and I think a lot of that stems from school. So, like, you wouldn't necessarily wear certain things because you think, like, some you might have taken the piss out of someone for wearing it at school. You yeah, might have had the piss yeah. taken out of you at school. And I think that's you still carry that from school. It's just sort mm. of flicking through your clothes and you think, oh, no, I won't wear this because of that. I won't wear this. But essentially, you should be able to reach into your wardrobe, close yeah. your eyes, pull anything out, chuck it on, find yourself outside and just get on with your day. But it's that's why the hardest thing in the world. I want because it's so forgiving. It's like blacks, put on a black t-shirt and black jeans. Yeah, I must admit, I wear myself. a lot of black. Yeah, it's I easy, isn't it? That. It is so much easier. So let's talk about school because I like it's funny because I was talking about like my kids went back to school today, uh, and my daughter amazingly went up to set one. She was in set two for everything. She went up to set one and a couple of things. That's so cool. And it's like she's almost she when she told me she was pleased, but she was also embarrassed. Wow. It's, which is weird. Mm. Uh, I think it was mostly because uh, most of her friends are in set one. Mm. So she's kind of like embarrassed. She doesn't want She wants to be with her friends mm. and she doesn't want to be different. And that makes her different when she should. They say, yeah, I'm really proud of that. Mm. But you don't because you, you feel like you need to belong to your, your group and that kind of thing. It's because it's safe, I suppose, and familiar. So what was your experience of school like, Helen? I hated it. <laughs> Why did you hate it? I hated it. I just used the word, didn't you did. I? Oh. <gasps> it's balance it out. I disliked school. <laughs> um, I don't know. It just it was just a clash with uh, me and my problems that I was having at the time. And it's like you've got the expectation that you're going to go to school and do exams and socialise when actually you want to sit at home and get bollocks or cut your arms up or something. You don't really want to go to school, do you? You are just dropped in, thrown into it, yeah. really, aren't you, to be fair? I started off all right. Junior school was okay. 
the, the beginning of senior school, I was in top sets for everything. That nose dived quite quickly. Um, I had, I, I suppose, I had friends at school. I didn't think of them as friends at the time. I didn't really like anyone. Didn't want to hang about with anyone. I thought I was very uh, goth which was a bit of a standout from all the other chads at the yeah, school yeah. and, you know, I don't know. I, I can remember one time uh, hanging about with a group of people that I didn't like at all and they were all, like, taking the piss because I had all, like, cut marks up my arms and that. And they're going, go on, do it again. Go on, do it in front of us. Come on. Yeah, you do it with this. And it's like, kids are cruel. Yeah. Kids are cruel little bastards sometimes. Mm. I remember being at school and I got into poetry, and uh, and I, I was I was like well into. I feel separate. I feel different. I don't like. I don't like. I had lots of friends, mm. but I I felt separate. I felt completely different to everyone else. I didn't feel like I fitted in at all, and I was massively, massively self conscious, and I was like. Uh, and I, I didn't, and I, I didn't know where to turn. Um, and I remember like doing poetry, and everyone taking the piss. Um, and then I remember once mentioning that, like, oh, I might go to church, just because I felt lost. Mm. And like, I just got loads of shit for that. It's like, and then you learn, you just don't talk. Mm. Yeah. And then you learn, and I, I just keep it all in. Don't talk about it. It's crazy to think now, like, in the circles that you're in, some would go, oh, that's cool. And just, mm. like, just have an open kind of forum with it. No, I reckon if I went, oh, I'm going to start going to church, like that, that, if I decided that now, that wouldn't go down well with my wife, for starters. Yeah. And uh, most of my friends would be like, oh, whoa. Because mm. it's so far removed from our lives and lifestyles. I'm not going to do that. It doesn't need to be like such a big thing. It might just be that you go one Sunday and then you come out again and that's it. Don't mean like you're going to put a collar on and start like walking around with your your hands together and stuff. (laughs) But I think that's indicative of like how I felt at the time. Mm. Yeah. It's like that kind of feeling like, fuck, I I can't make sense of anything. Mm. I just don't fit in. Who, who can at that age though? No, who can make yeah, sense no of things? Who does actually fit in? Mm. None of them do. Which which is which is really becoming apparent to mm. me when I see like my like with my daughter, like my daughter's been really anxious and things and it and like she's really worried about her GCSE results now. I'm like, it don't matter. Mm. But then my wife's going, Don't tell her it doesn't matter because my wife's very much stick to the rules. No, you need to do well at school. Mm. And I'm like, well, it doesn't matter now. Mm. You know, like, I remember, like, when I was at school, you used to really worry that uh, if I do that, it'll go on my record. Yeah. It's like, and then now, you know, working in, like, in the criminal justice system, and you're like, you know what the, like, what a record really is. And, like, you know, it only really matters if you get done for something serious. Mm. You know, like, like your your school record. Who gives a fuck? Like, I went to university. And they didn't just go right. You've got your yeah. <laughs> Here's the child. Yeah. He once 
got thrown out of Spanish class. Yeah. He's a fucking bastard. <laughs> you know, like it's bullshit. You know, isn't like it? A little black ribbon. But, like that, but, that, yeah, but they, but they all tell you that to keep you in line. Yeah. And it's like, no, no, no. And I, you kind of want. I want to kind of say to my daughter, it's like, that's all bullshit. Mm. But in the same respect, mm. I don't want her to then go like, disregard convention. It's getting because, a balance, I think, with it. Yeah. Um, like, so yeah, that's what I mean. You don't want them to disregard convention because no. then they'll have a difficult life. Yeah. It come up today because Buddy started yesterday mm. and he's got a new teacher and he come home and she was like, oh, she's really strict. And when we met her before, obviously she wasn't because you meet them like before the six weeks oh, holidays. Yeah, and then like I said to Kate, I think they have to be strict for the first couple of days to enforce the, yeah. right, you've had six weeks off of Sense doing whatever you want. Indeed. Now, if you want to talk, you put your hand up mm. and you want to go to the toilet, you come over and ask me and stuff like that. You kind of have to set the rules kind of thing. But it's difficult because you think back to those times. You remember being so scared of like the teacher and the headmaster or the headmistress and worried about doing anything. And then when you do do something, oh, what's going to happen? Going to get well done in now? And it's like nothing essentially is going to happen, but it is. It's for keeping in line and it control. It's preparation yeah, for no, work. Yeah, it is really, control. It? And it is. It's like schools are like uh, a little microcosm of of the world mm. in, a, in a building. What was it? So what was your experience at school? I can't. Mine was quite mad. Like. I did my utmost to do whatever was possible. Are you filming you? Uh, no. I didn't go to school. I didn't go to school enough to... I didn't go to film school, did I? Um, didn't need to. Fucking good at it. Thanks, man. Um, I did my utmost to do whatever was popular, to stay popular at the time, and then didn't realise what I was doing in the moment. And then when I'd get home, I'd be like, oh, fucking hell, just because everyone was taking the piss out of mm. Gemma... It didn't mean I had to do it. Mm. So then I would actively go out my way the next day to sort of include whoever it was, making the name up, Gemma, um, to kind of balance it out a little bit. Mm. And when I think back, essentially all I really wanted to do was just go home and play my guitar all the time. But I never used to play guitar at school because it wasn't really the popular thing at the time. It was more DJing and stuff like that. So I had, I had decks, got into garage and drum and bass and everything else because like there was one, two other people that had decks and everyone wanted to go around the house. But that's kind of what I did. And I just kept doing that See, up this until is about like, five years And ago, you're whatever. still doing it. I am, yeah. It's I that am. kind of people-pleasing, go away and then feel guilty and then, go, and then want to make amends. Yeah, I do get like... It's messages come out of me like normally the next day especially after having a drink kind of what i meant by that is this and i didn't mean to say this that and that it was really essentially a lot of it probably was the truth that i said when i was pissed and i should just let it go and if they're meant to be in my life they would ring up and go that was a bit mental last night wasn't it so anyway what we're we doing today kind of thing and just go like that but you can't you have to kind of learn as you go then you really yeah and you do and i think like now i think it's only now when I kind of know myself. Like, I, now I don't feel like I need to... I do... I say that, but I still do do it to some extent, like when you try and impress people and things. Mm. Um, but I don't feel the need to do it nearly as much. Uh, and I, I kind of... It's only really... And it really is, like, just this last year or so when I started to think... I kind of know myself now. I think it comes with I age as well. Myself. Like relaxing a lot more and forgiving yourself and everything. But something that I've just thought of 
for me anyway, is around that time, obviously, when my mum and dad splitting up, I was kind of looking for a new family, essentially, yeah. and a new group or a new yeah, yeah, comfort yeah. area. So I was at the time, and I think looking it is the same for a lot of people in school, for... you're kind of looking for your little groups, like you say, like the goths, the mods, like, I didn't go to school in the 70s, but like the different, <laughs> I mean, break dancers or whatever it was, people who like Pokemon or Pogs, and you're kind of like pointing yourself in that sort of direction you try it for a little while and then someone go well, what are you a mug like why are you in with that lot come over here and then you go over there and you like you push some pulled so your need for acceptance would have been ramped up totally wouldn't it ramped up more than mine mm. like, i needed uh, uh, my need was the same i think mm. you know like, I, I kind of I, I recently i've kind of come to the conclusion that most people who, who are like having problems with mental health it, it generally it's pretty much identity uh, and um, need for acceptance and needing to feel cared for. And like, at some point you haven't, so you spend your life needing to. And because you don't, you, you blame yourself. Mm. Do you think? Mm. Like, like That's kind of the conclusion I've come to. Um, and I, I think I've kind of seen it quite a lot to kind of make me feel that. So generally, whenever you approach anyone and they're having a hard time, it's normally because um, they've got no one around them and makes them feel... See, the funny thing is with me is that my mum was so far that way and beyond, mm. but that still wasn't enough mm. because the, like the people I wanted acceptance from, I needed acceptance from men. Is it like we were saying though, you're focusing in that darker direction rather than looking around you and what you did have? Yeah, 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 as you said. But yeah, I could see how your kind of need for acceptance was ramped up by a mm. hundred. Yeah, totally. It's still there. Yeah, it is. Sort him out, Helen. <laughs> Fix me. <laughs> fix him. Fix him now. I'm on, it's all part of the journey. I think I'm on the on the journey for it. But yeah, you the, do seem to be, though. The bank thing, like the deposit thing, mm -hmm. has really struck a chord. Good. Yeah, because I'm well in debt, both physically and metaphorically. <laughs> but it's funny because we, I was talking about this the other day, about um, like Brad was going, oh, fucking work's a nightmare. And I'm like, work's always a nightmare. Mm -hmm. You know, like, it just... Unless you're doing something you really, really fucking love. But I was saying, like, I was thinking I could be playing second guitar on the Foo Fighters and I'd still have Dave's and I'm like, oh, fucking hell. Dave, have we really got to do three hours tonight? <laughs> you know, like, I'd still, that would still happen. You'd yeah. still have it's Dave's still work, isn't it? Work, yeah. work, work. Essentially, you could still be doing something you love doing, but you still have days when you don't want to do it. Mm. So work is work. And, like... Um, and I think when I was younger, that used to be an adverse thing. Because it was like, all work's shit, because my dad always hated these jobs. So work is shit. Mm. So what's the fucking point in work? That's what's the point in living. Because mm. work's inevitable. Mm. And it was only from doing jobs when I started to think, actually, the best thing about the work is who you work with. Definitely. It's like, who you, like, yeah. who you make It's always the people yeah, that you I miss when you move on. I remember the people yeah. more than the mm. jobs. Mm. Yeah. So actually, that's one of the more important things. And I, I know that doesn't always work for you, though, does it? Because you kind of, you'll have different people. Yeah, different work in different places and that. But the job I'm on at the moment, the 
because of how shit it is, the people are actually amazing and the bad ones have kind of fallen away and the people that we've got there at the moment are incredible because we've all been through hell and they all stay because they like you yeah. and you like them. Mm. So work is work. It's like, it's, it's almost like it's, it's not worth getting fucked off about it. No. It's kind of like it's an inevitable thing and if you get on with a few people then that's probably, that could well be as good as it gets and it's like, well, you might as well just grab hold of it. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, I think it's you know it's back to the withdrawal thing. Work yeah. is a massive withdrawal. Unless you're going to go and like live in a field where you don't deal with money or anything, you've got to do some kind of work, and mm. and and that's a stress. It's always going to be a stress. Even if I love my job, I really really love my job. But there's no way I'm not in debt at the end of a week of counselling like oh, yeah, broken children. Mm. Um, and it's, you know, at the end of your working day, you go home and what are you going to do with that time? Are you going to carry on with the withdrawals, withdrawal, withdrawal and not give anything to yourself? Or are you going to find a bit of space for yourself? So that's so what I was cool. saying about, like, uh, this is what I was saying yesterday, was like with the podcast is something for us. Mm. So, uh, and there's your balance. The work might be shit, but actually we're getting loads of nice rewards out of what we're doing. Mm. Like even just sitting here, and now it's quite, it's kind of nice. We're learning yeah. things, and like it's a reward. Mm. So actually, it starts to balance mm. out. Um, it, that's kind of how I see it all, really. And that, like that makes sense to me now. Mm. It didn't before because I used to do what you said. Mm. Was I used to my rewards weren't really rewards. Mm. You know, I drink far too much fucking wine. Mm. I'd feel fucking dreadful the next day and that would make the next day worse, which meant I was depositing even more. Not withdrawing. Withdrawing even more. Have you noticed that you've come on as our guests? (laughs) (laughs) Me and Brad are like, oh yeah, we do that. (laughs) And it just ends up me and Brad fucking counselling each other. Well, that's like a good thing, and that's like something the BBC picked up on, like, and it is our therapy, really. Yeah. I really need this. I really, really do. It's very important for me. Um, and yeah, there's a long way to go, I think, still, but it is an important part of of what we're doing, definitely. But again, I guess what you could say is you could say there's a long way to go, but like a really small thing could be a really long way. Mm-hmm. Like I've really noticed that for therapy is that it will be that kind of off the cuff comment and you're like, fuck. And like that could actually really move you forward. Mm-hmm. So it's not actual time, is it? It's, it's concepts. Yeah, that's true, yeah. It does make sense. So it's not, uh, yeah, you don't necessarily, don't think of it as a, as a long-term thing. No. You know, like, it's not like you haven't necessarily got a long way to go. You, you've, you only need thing. to hear one thing and that mm-hmm. could be pretty much the answer. I agree. It's a strange old thing. It is. It is. And these little nuggets are helping me greatly. Good. And you'll be hearing them for the rest of your life. Yeah. Little nuggets from here, little nuggets from there. Mm. That's so true. Because there's a lot of stuff that... Like, Pete was particularly good because he would just basically just give you... That's, that's pretty much is that was the therapy. Oh, you've... you've okay, yeah, I've been to... Oh, oh amazing. I forgot about that. Yeah, 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 of course. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah, so Pete will give you, like, it'll just, it, it, it just gives you, it basically just gives you, um, uh, oh, what's the best term for it? You know, like, in America, bumper stickers. 
Mm. It'll give you like it's like it just sticks a bumper sticker on you. I like that. And it's like a really short phrase. Yeah. And you're like, oh. Yeah. It's because it's manageable and yeah. tangible, and you can kind of you'll find yourself laying there at night saying the same thing yeah. rather than explaining like the whole concept like the bank thing just it's in and out and it, it just makes perfect mm. sense it's something you can kind of grab hold of because potentially the people that you're talking to at the time everything is confusion and fear and nerves and everything else so if you can cut through it with like a really simple metaphor for something and they can kind of take that with them i think that's m more important like even if it's like three seconds mm. out of the hour that they take with them. That's why. No, no, going. that's right. That's totally right. It is. It's like just because uh, you can't remember. You're not going to remember the best part of two hours. No. You'll remember a phrase, mm. and that phrase will resonate, and you'll just carry it along, and that'll mm. be it. You've got it. You've got it all the way along. Yeah. Yeah. It was so funny. So the last time I saw Helen, I've been doing a tattoo for Harvey or Sam, mm. who I'm very fond of Harvey. I've got to write a soft spot for Harvey. I can't help myself. And uh, and I've got a soft spot for all, all you guys. I think you know that. Uh, but particularly Harvey, Harvey. Well, no, particularly you, but then Harvey. And um, But, uh, yeah, so Harvey came around for a tattoo and then me and Helen spent the whole time talking about Peter, really. Just how brilliant Peter was. Because <laughs> he's fucking good, isn't he? We've had a lot of good comments from his episode mm. as well, which has been good. I want Harvey Scarcity Peter mm. as well. Mm. I was trying to talk him into it. <laughs> I know, I know. I really was. I'm surprised he hasn't done it. But again, you can't you can't make someone go to therapy. No. People need to want to do it. Yeah, that's absolutely. important, isn't it? And that's why I was talking about the despair. Sometimes despair despair is there for a reason. <laughs> you have despair for a reason because it forces you into action. And I but and I, I quite often find myself saying to people when they feel really low, I'm like, oh, you've got to go and see my man, Peter. Mm. And, I, and I'm and i trying really hard to tell them, like, if you go and do this, then you'll stop feeling shit. You'll stop feeling shit straight away. And then you'll start feeling better and your life will be better. And they're like, yeah, all right. And then they don't. And uh, I'm not talking about you, Brad. You no, are. Although, no. <laughs> I know you are. No, 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 I'm not. I, actually, I'm not talking about you on this occasion, but this does all apply to you. Yes. Uh, but, again, uh, yeah, you don't, it doesn't happen until like you're like, oh, I've got no choice mm. sometimes. Uh, and I, the, the, I like the phrase, uh, action is the enemy of thought. Like, if you start taking action on something, you instantly start to feel better. Mm. Because... Um, like, just because you know you're doing something about mm. it, and it's suddenly it's just not as powerful. Mm. Like, I think I got that from a film, and I really like that. I can't remember what film it was. but That's that little three seconds. I don't even have yeah. to remember mm. the film. It's just a bit, the takeaway of it. Like, great power comes great responsibility. Mm. Spider-Man. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I don't like that one so much. <laughs> but action is an enemy of thought, I think it's a brilliant one. Because mm. when you're taking action, you're not thinking. Uh, and, like, you know, like, if, if you go, right, oh, I'm going to go to the doctors. Like, there's been a few people who've got in touch with us and said, oh, like, I've listened to your episode and fuck it, I'm going to go and book mm. an appointment with the doctors. And I'm like, fucking win, win, win. Mm. Yeah. Like, that is so brilliant. Mm. Because... I know that for the week they're waiting to go to the doctors, they'll 
instantly feel better in that week mm-hmm. at least. Because yeah. they'll be like, all I've got to do is hang on till I go there. Mm-hmm. So for a week, they're going to have a little bit of fucking peace from mm. their brain because they know they're, don't, they're doing something. And that's the action part. I've had a lot of those messages actually. It's nice. Mm. Nice to know that people are actually like, do you know what? I'm going to go and make a change. It's important. Yeah, I think so. I do. Very much, Lee. <laughs> yeah. oh, look at you filling that gap of silence. Yeah, that's like what we said. Yeah, exactly what we said. Oh, it's, it's gone quiet. Yeah. We don't have many silences, do we? I think that's our second one. Yeah, we did have silence a little a few weeks ago. I filled it with an advert. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. Oh, what? Can you pick where the adverts go? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, I wish Acast would give us some money. Sure, they will. I really want a new guitar. Yeah. From Fender. It's about time. Or Gibson. Yeah, we've got sent another guitar. Mm. It really is. Well. We have just done another two-hour podcast. Have we just done another hour? Yeah. You're joking. Wow. Well, should we wrap it up? I think so. Yeah. It's been really cool, though. Really, really cool. Had a nice time. Thank you to our first woman. Mm. Our first woman. Pioneer. (laughs) <laughs> it's funny because I've arranged I've, I've arranged like um, what we do as a rule is we have like well I know it's just become that way because we've had quite a lot of people get in touch and they want like saying can we come on mm. I'm like I don't want to say no to anyone or anything at the moment plus I'm just really interested in what people have got to say because mm. it's all it's people's stories and it's interesting. I always like the one after when you've had a guest when you're talking and you're thinking back. I like that bit as well. Yeah, we reflect when you're like, mm. yeah, because that's like when that's the standard. That's the standard yeah. rule, really, is that we'd yeah. have someone for an hour and then we'll then we'll we'll chuck them out mm. and then we'll talk we'll... about them behind their back. Yeah, no, we don't do that. No, but like we'll reflect a little bit. It's important because I already can't remember what we've spoken about other than like the one nugget about the bank bit. But then when we do reflect back, that's yeah. when it's like there's the saying that um, to learn something properly, you should teach it to someone else. Mm-hmm. And the saying back of it, like oh, reaffirming it. Oh, that's a really good one as Yeah, well. so that's for us, I think that's what we're doing is that's us kind of piecing it together and kind of cementing it in that episode yeah. and then but taking away what we want to take away for yeah. next time. But oh, that's like you've been a counsellor. I, I don't like the word counsellor. Why? What 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 don't you like about uh, it? The idea of therapist, I don't know. Well, because it sounds cooler. It sounds cooler. Sound counsellor doesn't give it enough weight, I don't think. Mm. I love the fact that you've gone and just done your own thing. Out so on my own, yeah. I've got so much respect for it. I talked myself out of it quite a lot of times. Yeah, I know. And then I was like... No, I'm gonna do it now. So, have you had? Have you got like a website or Facebook or? Oh yeah. Uh, well, not really a website. I'm on Facebook. Safe to say, counselling limited. I like that. It's nice. I've shared uh, Helen's things a few times, and I strongly recommend it. I've recommended you to a few people. I don't know if they've come across, but I was like, I really recommend Helen. Thanks. And um and. I think after today, I, I don't know. I, I think just you saying the deposit thing, I think a few people will be like, fuck, that's yeah, a good idea. I think we're going to change some lives. Yeah, so safe to say counselling, do it. And I, I, as I say, I, I love the fact you've gone and done it for yourself. It's really, really cool. It's like 
part of the new you, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It feels like the full cycle, really. Yeah. From where I came from. Yeah. Yeah. But you've life. been really supportive with that because I would never even have gone on to my level four had you not gone, just do it. Brilliant. Like you said, <laughs> just like do it. Stop thinking about it, just fucking yeah, do it. Absolutely. <laughs> it's true, though. It is true. Well, you can overthink everything. Yep. Ah. Well, thank you. Thank That's you, right. Helen. Thank you for coming on. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. It's been lovely. Yeah, it's been lovely. And right. we'll see you and hear you all next time. Same place, same time. Wherever, whatever. Yeah. Gun. Deposit some stuff. I like seeing myself in the camera, you see. Say, Boston. <laughs> it's just Good weird, night. Weird for the people who are just listening, though, because they can't see what you're doing. All right. But All right, see you later, then. If you want to see what Nick's doing, go and download the Here Boston app or look at us on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. I don't put it all on YouTube. All right. Thanks but, for listening. <laughs> see you later. Bye. 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 catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.